everybody and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host Micah and joining me today are my co-hosts Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. How's it going today guys? Good. Good. All right. So today actually we're recording on Father's Day and in honor of Father's Day we're going to be talking about a topic which is Disney, our favorite Disney dads and why they're our favorites. So it could be anything Disney um, from, you know, whatever series or movies that you guys um, recognize any Disney dads from. So um, how was your guys' Father's Day first? Uh, Nelson, how was your Father's Day? Oh, good. Yeah, we uh, celebrated. Uh, it was more of like a double celebration for us today just because it's not only Father's Day, but it just so happened to land on my sister's birthday today as well. So we kind of had a double uh, celebration and um, celebrated by going to a Brazilian steakhouse and ate all the foods. <laughs> wow. I am really still good. so full right now. <laughs> <laughs> Brazilian steakhouse sounds really good. Oh, um, yeah. So they, they brought around the, the carts and cut the, cut the meat for you guys? Yeah, the, the meat's usually on a, like a spike and then yeah. they uh, come to each table and then slice off a piece of it for you and you have your little tongs to grab the the meat and you know put it on your plate so it was all you can eat so it was so filling so awesome so good nice nice so yeah happy birthday to nell and uh yeah if you're listening Nell, happy birthday or belated and uh rissa how about you father's day Oh, it's good. Um, we got to go to Japantown. Um, treated the dads and my family to uh, some Korean barbecue. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So thanks for that. Oh, All that's right. right because of you too, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yes, I am a father. So, uh, but yeah, that was fun. Uh, Father's Day, and uh, so yeah, we'll talk about our favorite Disney dads. So, did you guys come up with like how many did you guys come up with on your lists? Uh, Rissa, how many did you come up with? Um, I have three from like. Mm-hmm movies like animated movies um and then i have a couple others from like disney channel oh cool cool how about you nelson how many did you come up with on your list um i particularly wrote down five all right all from yeah all from animated movies because that's what i'm most familiar with all right yeah so i mean i've got five too but you know maybe they overlap so let's uh let's start let's let's jump into it all right so first let's start with rissa what's who's the first one on your list here like my top disney dad let's uh let's start with the the bottom of your list okay oh we have to rank them because i was like i didn't i don't really have a rank to any of mine in all honesty <laughs> well well that's fine i mean we could just do in whatever order you want nelson okay uh, so for for rissa's though i guess you have a rank i do uh, let's start with the the lowest on your ranking um so if we're just talking movies right now it's uh uh, Faju from Mulan. Ah. Mm. Um, he didn't make the top just because who the other two are. Um, okay. But he's, I mean, he's still in top because he's like in my top three. But um, it just, he's significant because of how he treats his daughter and how like history in China used to treat women. Um, he's unique, ah. you know. He actually cares about his daughter. When she become, she comes back home from defeating the Huns, he doesn't really care that she came home as a hero. He cares that she came home at all, you know. And he, yeah. he goes on to say, that it's the greatest honor to have her as a daughter. I know that's that's pretty good that she she went out to war 
and he was more concerned about her well-being than you know bring honor to the family or whatever right all right so let's uh let's go to nelson's nelson what was uh one of yours uh one of mine's uh yeah. pacha pacha all right from so that's Emperor's from new groove yeah yes so what what stuck out to you about Pacha? Well, uh, out of all the dads that I'm gonna name, the, uh, there's obviously a very overarching theme of they love their family. Mm. It's, a, it's a very obvious love too. So uh, with Pacha, I mean, sure he was summoned by his emperor to see what his, what he wanted. Um, but uh, despite having you know learned that the emperor wants to just take over his his uh, hill that his family's been on for generations um through the course of the journey or uh, the movie um he ends up helping that same person that would have taken his home away so um and by doing so he ultimately changes that person's uh like character to become more caring and uh, more considerate individual and um pacha as a person he tries his best to always do the right thing at least that's how they kind of portrayed him in the movie very honorable guy um and yeah i just find him you know really respectable guy nice nice so yeah i mean he kind of begrudgingly uh becomes friends with the emperor just because of he's a the kindness of his heart to help him out because Izuma's trying to kill him basically well i mean yeah no one knew (laughs) but right right i mean yeah he just like through the the course of the journey just um yeah through his nature his uh caring nature i mean it ends up changing uh, a quote-unquote bad person's uh personality and uh to be like i said more caring and considerate so so yeah he is a pretty good guy and a pretty good dad so one of mine is i don't know if you'd consider him like a dad per se but i'm gonna say thomas o'malley um oh aristocats yeah from the aristocats uh he kind of became like a father to the cats um but yeah he he starts out not like a father figure you know and then he ends up becoming a caring figure toward for, toward the other kittens so uh that's why i chose him because you know you see some character development in him from being a streetwise alley cat to being one who cares about a family basically mm-hmm. all right so rissa what's the the next one on your list mufasa Ooh. Wow, Mufasa. Yeah, um, Mufasa. He's a uh, he's just a, such a strong um, father figure to um, Simba. Even though you know he dies, um, he still basically is part of how Simba um, sees the world, and mm. he's he's kind of shaped his life um, all the way through Simba's change into becoming um, the king he was meant to be. Uh, it was because uh, of his father's words that he needs to remember. Um, um, so yeah, Mufasa, he's just such, such a role model, um, of honor and of, of pride, <laughs> pun intended. <so. laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, I do like that Mufasa pick there. Um, especially now that we're going to see a live action version and you got James Earl Jones reprising his role. Um, oh, yes. I really do like his portrayal of Mufasa, you know, even though it's just voice acting, you can really tell he's uh, you know, a strong character and he's really into being that king figure, kingly figure. And he really um, invests a lot of time and effort into raising his son and also ruling the kingdom. So uh, I do agree with the Mufasa pick there. All right. And uh, Nelson, what's the next one on your list here? Well, I guess to kind of build off of that, I also listed Mufasa as one of my uh, awesome Disney dads. Nice. Um, to add on that, um, he definitely seemed like a very beloved king, through, um, with uh, I guess through the kingdom, 
And um, as we saw in the movie, he started teaching his son on how to become a good king. Um, I mean, there was a lot of teachable moments. And um, yeah, I was just really, really respectable, honorable guy. Um, he did what he could to protect his family like any real good dad would. As you know, when the very famous scene of uh, Simba being, you know, in the that um, trench. Valley? Oh, with the um, the wildebeest coming the down wildebeest to stampede. yeah 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 and he goes in to you know save him so yeah very yeah, brave thing anything. to do and just do anything to protect his family it's just Definitely. unfortunate on the way how he, he dies he gets betrayed by his own brother but uh yeah he did his best so, as a dad definitely he was he was a good dad so um and then that scene always has you crying you know when you mm. s- when you see simba it's very emotional like, yeah dad wake up you know uh so one for me uh would be maurice from beauty and the beast um for me he seems aloof you know and he's not all there in his mind but i think there's there's more behind it because he lost his wife you know so i feel like his wife was the the force that kind of kept was like the glue but then he still tried his best with Belle and tried to be a good dad to her um and he, he you know he tried to save her by going back to the townspeople and telling them about the beast um but yeah that's i picked maurice for one of mine. Nice. And, uh, all right, Risa, what's another one for you? So my number one for animated is, uh, Goofy. Um, he's just such a relatable father figure and probably the most realistic portrayal of a father in, in any Disney movie overall. Um, just because, you know, he has those quirky dad jokes. He embarrasses his kid. He only sees his son as, you know, like the The little little kid that he grew, you know, even though he's now, a teenager and wants to do his own thing um but when it all comes down to it he he really loves max and goes out of his way to um make him happy and help him fulfill his dreams both in a goofy movie and an an extremely goofy movie so um in both movies we see goofy going out of his way to to help his son be happy yeah so do you do you agree with uh the people that say that uh when you're a kid you take the the side of max but then when you grow into an adult you start taking the side of goofy when you're watching goofy movie i think i've always kind of like taken the side of goofy honestly um just because personally our our dad's been such a strong figure in our lives and um i i kind of sympathized with with goofy and um i don't know i i've never personally been that kind of kid that doesn't care about my parents feelings um Mm. so for me i always thought max was kind of being a brat yeah yeah. and um, because he he just wants to go to that power line concert no matter what right yeah he he doesn't really care about to impress a girl too yeah he doesn't care about how his dad really feels um, in both movies, honestly. Oh, that's true. That um, is true. Because Goofy finds love in in the extremely Goofy movie, but Max doesn't really care about that. He just cares about his popularity. Um, so he he just kind of seemed like a selfish kind of character to me. Um, I mean, he he grows, but I've always just sympathized with Goofy. One because of my personal connection, and two because Goofy's um, my favorite from the Fab Five. Ah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I do agree. I I always sympathize with Goofy because he's just a dad trying to spend time with his son you know? right and then his son is not seeing his dad's perspective where he just wants to spend some time with him and you know he's he's graduating or going out out to college or whatever you know um but you know there's there's always two sides and i could see both sides but i always so uh sympathize with goofy 
So, all right, uh, Nelson, what's another one off your list here? Uh, my third one that I have listed is uh, Tiana's dad. I don't actually mm. know his name. I think it's James. Ah, I. It, it's been a while since I've seen Princess <laughs> and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. <laughs> but um, and, and I mean, um, we don't actually, uh, if I recall correctly, we don't see a lot of him. He's only like in the first few minutes because I believe, yeah, he 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 passes away right uh, during the intro part of the movie, I guess. Um, but from what we do see, he's a very extremely hardworking man. And of course he definitely cares about his family. Um, and uh, it's definitely made obvious that him and his daughter share a very strong bond. And, um, what I, if I recall correctly, they have a common goal of opening that restaurant. So, um, having not, uh, been able to do it together since, uh, he passed away, uh, Tiana, uh, kind of, I guess, inherited the goal and, um, you know, did does everything she can to work toward it. So, I feel like there is a good message of um, that the dad gave Tiana, which is that uh, if you really want something, you gotta work for it. And that was like that opening song of hers. Um, what yeah. was it called? Uh, I forget what the song was. <laughs> almost there, or yeah, deeper, or uh, almost there. Yeah. Almost there. So I I just feel like that's a good message to teach kids. Like if you you know if you want something, you have to work for it. And um, it just for Tiana, she it obviously really kind of she took that to heart, as you saw. It, you know, it's definitely like an overarching thing that she uh, carries on through in the uh, through the entire movie. So um, I just feel like um, I mean, again, we didn't see much of him, but I. I feel like he was a he was a pretty good dad. Yeah, it seems like um, Disney likes to kill off parents. Well, or, you know that's a you know like somehow there's always a parent that's gone or missing or both of them are gone out of the picture. You know. Yeah, but not, they, not not always, but yeah, they it's definitely something the they do use because I'm guessing they use it yeah. for the emotional impact. Well, definitely. And, I mean, if you think about who their main audience is, like it's children, right? Children. Mm-hmm. So what's the worst thing a child? can relate to is losing yeah, a parent losing a parent right so Definitely. it's it's a quick way for them to connect to their audience and um it, you have you have an interesting point there where not all of the disney characters um have both parents so some only have a mom some only have a dad so i guess we have to um throw uh, our, our props to to the single parents out there too um especially for our listeners like uh, happy father's day to people that might be a stepdad might be just a father figure um might be a mom um that's filling that father figure role um right so shout out to you and thank you for for doing what you do for your for your kids yeah thanks for for being both a dad and a mom or you know the father figure or the mother figure because you know kids look up to you and you know it's always it's always great to have them you know being raised by by a parent that really cares so shout out to you guys uh but yeah like i mean in the case of Anna and elsa they lost both of them right right or you know mm-hmm. like tarzan he lost them both right. right so uh so yeah um so for me uh the next one for me was king tachaka um so that was t'challa's father right Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Marvel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, Wakanda forever. Sure, um, sure. So, the, he to me, he was re- uh, reminiscent of Mufasa. Um, you know, the wise king uh, betrayed, that got killed. And um, then, you know, you, in... Uh, Black Panther movie, you see him in a vision for he's tell he's giving advice to his son. Kind of like how Mufasa had, you know, 
Simba had a vision of Mufasa, and Mufasa gave him advice as well. So there's a lot of parallels to that for me uh, when I looked at that. Um, but yeah, I, he his son T'Challa really looked up to him, and you know he felt like he wasn't ready to take the role of king uh, when his father went down when his father was bombed. Uh, but you know his father raised him well in order to get him prepared to be the king. And yeah, I think it worked out. Uh, what do you guys think of T'Chaka? Uh, Rissa, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's he's a great uh, father figure. Um, and clearly he was a great king too. So he was like a father of, of their nation. So um, he was an honorable man. And I, I think he, he really loved his family as well. And Nelson, you have anything to add? Um, yeah, I was trying to think of something else to add. But you guys pretty much hit all the, the, the main points that I can think of as well. Okay. So, uh, Rissa, did you have another one? Or did we go over your topper? Oh, yeah, you got, got Goofy. Yeah. Uh, so you had some Disney Channel ones, right? I Which do. ones did you pick? Um, so I got Coach, uh, Coach Bolton, Bolton at number three. Um, okay. He is, you know, such a strong role model to Troy in High School Musical, um, and he gives him the kick in the in the butt, you know, when he needs it, um, especially when he's talking about his dreams um, and what to do in um, uh, High School Musical three, I believe, um, right. yeah. when they're working on the on the truck. Um, he he's a another relatable dad that you know he cares about his son yeah he has his dreams for his son um like going to um the university of albuquerque but Mm -hmm. he knows you know he's still proud of his son no matter what his decisions are um it's troy's life and um he respects that so even when like he didn't even know troy could sing or do theater in the end you see him supporting him um and and just being there for him the whole time yeah um for me he was such a strong figure that his mom kind of disappeared yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah she like, didn't really she have a first... role really but yeah I mean, she, she was, was like there. in the first movie and then disappeared in the rest of them like she was in, a mom too she was in three she was in three but i mean like her role was so small she i don't even and remember two. did she even i remember say, did she even yeah. say any lines in three <laughs> she she was there uh for the tuxes yeah uh, yeah she was there a little bit but yeah it seemed like they did focus more on the father's role because he's the coach of the team and you know puts a lot of pressure on Troy basically so um I think that's that's what they were focusing on but he is he did show that he's a good dad because he supported his son no matter what 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 do you think of of um coach Bolton Nelson good dad nothing yeah. to add <laughs> nothing to add okay um so did you have another um character on your list Nelson yeah I have a two more okay that I, that I wrote down sure what's one of them uh Zeus Zeus all right so what did you like about Zeus so I mean he's a pretty funny and easygoing guy but uh, despite having lost his son to being a mortal um when he grows up he allows his son to figure out for himself how to become a god mm. he doesn't just give him the answer right so this by doing so this allows you know Herc to grow and mature which i i feel is a good trait for a parent so yeah that, that yeah, was definitely. the one outstanding thing i feel that uh, zeus really did so, Wait, so what do you think of zeus um he didn't make my list just because of the accuracies of, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well yeah I, yeah i agree but. yeah um the disney ver- portrayal of um the greek gods and goddesses isn't exactly remotely close so to the greek to the greek to the myths greek. Yeah. so um that's why i didn't have him on my list but yeah in terms of disney yeah i think he was a good dad just because he he still tried to find a way um despite the rules to to help support hercules in his um trials to become um a god again yeah definitely 
definitely. All right. Um, so for me, I I have another. I picked another one. It was uh, it was Raven's Raven's mom and that uh, dad in That's a Raven. Victor. Uh, Victor. Yeah, I thought he was a good dad. You know, he he kind of provided some comic relief, but. You know, I thought he was good in in raising uh, Raven and Corey. Have uh, you what? Do you, what do you, what's that? Have you watched the the spinoff shows? Um, Corey in the House and um, Raven's Home. Uh, I kind of watched a few episodes of Raven's Home, uh, where it's Raven and uh, what's her name, Chelsea, that are raising the kids. Right. right. So Victor does show up in one episode, um, and I I really liked him coming back. Um, because it shows how parents um, are still supporting of their kids, even though they're adults and their parents themselves. Um, right. He like dropped everything, um, even though he's basically an empty nester at this point um, with with um, his wife, and um, he dropped everything to help her. Uh, when she was in a bind, she lost her job. Um, she needed to find an assistant, so he took up the role of assistant. Her house was a mess. The kids were, you know, up to shenanigans again. Um, so he he really stepped up and and helped her out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, uh, Rissa, you have uh, a couple more on your non uh, non cartoon list. Yeah. Um. So uh, my number two is uh, Corey Matthews. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, if you recall, he's not really a dad in, in Boy Meets World, but in Girl Meets World, you get to see into his life, you know, after all That's, of the events yeah. that happen when they part th- part ways and whatnot. Um, he kind of adopts the, the role of the Feeny figure um, in, in Girl Meets World, but also um, he's like Alan Matthews. He is the person that's giving Riley the advice that she needs, teaching her those life lessons. Um, uh, because she basically becomes Corey in, in the show. Um, so you get to see those interactions. And he's still obviously hella funny. Um, so, yeah, I, Corey Matthews there. And then, I mean, Sean is also in Girl Meets World. And right. he, he helps out um, Riley's friend. What's her name? Oh, I forgot her name. It's Sabrina Carpenter's character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Sean's up there as well. Because he, he, right. he steps into the role of, of dad, stepdad. All right. So, Nelson, you said you have one more? Yeah, I have one more. Okay, who's the last one? on your list here so after having listed all my other ones i i feel like this one i definitely saved for last because i i said there wasn't an order to it but i think this one is probably the best dad that i have listed okay it's marlin oh, okay yeah i mean yeah <laughs> from oh, finding yeah. nemo yeah from finding nemo i mean he's a bit of a worry wart but i mean I, I guess you can't blame him for the traumatic experience that he has at the start of the movie um but this guy swims across the entire ocean just to get his son back and um despite you know he has to overcome even his own fears and insecurities just to to do that um and it's just inspiring that uh you know kind of like similar to mufasa like doing whatever he can to protect your family um yeah marlin's just that like a perfect uh, i won't say perfect but just uh an awesome example of that just doing everything he can to protect his family just to get his son back and man when the when finding nemo first came out I was just thinking like this is such the perfect Father's Day movie. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true cuz like, you know, it's the father going across the ocean to find the son. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Marlin number 1. That's pretty good. And then in you know, you see him in Finding Dory and he's always with Nemo, but you know, they don't get separated that time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they you know, you see the extent that he he tries to find his friend, he, he tries to find Dory and uh and Nemo joins him and he lets Nemo do more on his own than just being the overprotective dad there's the growth there mm-hmm. all right uh cool so 
Rissa, did you have one more? I do. Do you have? You don't have any more? Yeah, I think I I do not have any more on this one. All right. So uh, my last dad uh, for my Disney Channel list is uh, Jerry Russo. Um, hmm. So he's uh, from Wizards of Waverly Place, uh, and he has to deal with three uh, magical wizards in training, essentially. Right. Um, and he is on my list not just because you know he's magical or he's a father to magical um, people um, and he's he's comic relief as well just like Victor Baxter but if you if you look at the relationship between Teresa Russo and Jerry Russo Jerry Russo won the the family title of wizard and right. it broke up his family because he also had two other siblings um, but he willingly gave up his powers for his family because he fell in love with a non-magical person right and he he goes through this and he's training his kids to to take over the mantle um out of love you know he he could have chosen not to to pursue love he could have chosen not to be the a father which is what we see in one of the wizard wizards of waverly place movies uh what could have been um and it, it just shows how much love is in this family and how how much of at the center um love is in the show so I, re- I really love their their dynamic and uh that's why i like jerry russo yeah that's uh that was pretty you know that was a good show actually um you know with and then the way they ended it and everything but uh yeah i agree jerry russo it's a good pick right there so one more came out off the top of my head here but uh, i don't know if you want to classify it as disney i know it's it was from an abc show so uh i'm gonna say danny tanner <laughs> from full house if you say that you have to include the other two yeah I'll, I'll include all three of them so danny uncle jesse and joey all three of them because the three of them they raised the girls and their own kids too i mean they raised danny's girls first and then uncle jesse had his own kids and then uncle joey had his own kids later on in fuller house but they they were the three dads basically and you know they they raised all three girls and uncle jesse's twins and they they all turned out all right so uh you know and and they're a bit you know they're relatable especially because they're basing they based the show in san francisco <laughs> um so location wise it's closer to us but um they're they're like normal guys and they're they're raising the kids and going through the same struggles that normal people do. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, include those guys there. Yeah, I, I agree with that pick um, because I just didn't know that they were allowed to be picked. Uh. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I was just I was just thinking because, you know, they're ABC, but yeah. they went to Netflix eventually. I don't, yeah, yeah uh, no, I, I, I definitely agree with that pick uh, just because of the hardship that they had to go through, um, what right. they gave up in, in that point of their, their lives. Um, I mean, Uncle Jesse was like, what? like t- mid 20s and mm-hmm. you know they're all mm-hmm. kind of that y- those young guys that they're young bachelors they don't know what to do and they're left in a situation that they have to raise young kids um so yeah i mean it it shows how much love is in that family as well that in fuller house they carry it through and you see uncle jesse even adopting a kid later on so um yes yeah. yes that's right it's uh they're they're great guys all right so i i guess that concludes our uh our father's day great dads from disney so if you listeners have any ideas any any other great dads that we might have missed let us know um and uh rissa do you have anything you want to say to our listeners yeah 
uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, happy belated Father's Day to, to all of you father figures out there and those filling in those roles. Um, and I hope you guys continue to tune in. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. And uh, Nelson, anything you want to say in conclusion here? Yeah, so thanks again for joining us this week. Um, also belated happy Father's Day by the time you hear this. So um, hope you guys had a, a great holiday celebrating you know the having a dad being with dad and uh, you know all that he does for you or that father father figure so um again happy belated father's day and um i guess we'll talk to you guys next time all right so i also want to thank you all all the listeners out there if you're a dad if you're not a dad but if you're celebrating father's day uh, happy belated father's day and i want to thank you for listening in and subscribing to our podcast. Uh, if you want more content, go to DisneyTimePodcast.com and we have our podcast up there. We also have the YouTube videos up there and there's more media up there. So check it out. And I want to say thank you. And we don't forget to keep your watches synced to Disney Time. See ya. Later. Later. Disney.